What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Impact Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're gonna fix that. Every week, we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that can help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. Hello, everybody. Once again, welcome to the HR Impact Show. My name is CT. I'm your host for today. And today, we're going to be talking about a transformation journey with a company that has moved from an HR department with limited resources to now one that's looking at using AI and leveraging the capabilities to move innovation in that company. With us in the studio today is Selene Turner. Selene is the Global Talent Learning and Organizational Development Director at Cordis. And it's such a pleasure to have you with us in the studio today, Selene. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Selene, tell us a little bit more about what Cordis does and what you do at the organization. So Cordis is a medical device leader in the cardiovascular space. We aim to save billions of lives. That's our vision. Our mission is to really impact and be the leader and pioneer in the cardiovascular space and uh, through our breakthrough technologies. Our team is very passionate about what we do, and I think that's one of our differentiators in that space, and I love what Cordis does and what it represents. Could you talk a little bit more about your role? It, it's a huge role, like global talent, learning, OD, it's like you're doing everything. I'd like to think so that, of course, uh, I cannot do any of this without the HR team support, overall HR teams. And I do lead the talent learning and organization development, uh, anything and everything about uh, culture change and transformation needs that the organization has, as well as, of course, without the talent, we cannot do any of that. So I do play a role along with our HR business partners partners and my other team members, our uh, talent partners in the regions, we do make sure that Cordis has the best talent, right talent. Our talent acquisition team also partners with us constantly around uh, selecting the right talent for the organization to achieve our vision. In this particular role, it's very broad and very wide ranging. What is one achievement that you would say you're the most proud of? I think in terms of learning and development, I think that's the area that I'm most proud of that we achieved as a team. I think I owe it to the organization's one team mentality for this achievement. The organization really embraced development as one of the priorities, setting the tone at the very top. That definitely gave me the almost a canvas that I was looking for to be able to then do my craft with the team and really make an impact. So development is one of the things that we deem necessary in order for Cordis to achieve its mission, vision, and goals. And when you talk about development in the Cordis context, are you focused more on hard skills or soft skills, leadership skills, or is, is Balance. So when we looked at the development needs of the, of the organization as we were going through separation from another company and standing up, as we call it, standing up Cordis as a standalone company, and we realized that development is one of the key components of that success, our teammates' skilling needs. 
And that's one of the things we did at Cornets. What is it that we are trying to do as a operations? What is our vision? What is our space? And what are some of the things that we as human resources can help the organization to really undertake those goals and initiatives that they need? And then not look at it from what are HR practices that needs to be put into the organization versus what does the organization is trying to achieve and how can we design a people strategy, processes, procedures, or a digital needs? How can we look at some of the skill needs from a learning and development standpoint? I think that changes the perspective of what things that we can do as HR professionals. So that's the approach we took. What is needed? When is needed? What is the right time? And what resources do we have? And combination of all these things gave us the roadmap of what can we do now that can have the biggest impact to move the organization forward. And we use this phrase very often, both among all of our leaders in the organization, but also as human resources professionals ourselves. How can we move the organization forward? It has become our focal point of everything we have done. You have no other option at that point but to be strategic. We are not going to be able to address everything. We cannot be everything to everyone, but we can be very impactful in this thing. And that became for us very clear was the transformational skills. And we said, if we're going to be making a difference where the organization needs and what we need to do here, then let's bring the organization together. We need to go for upskilling the entire organization through a major change, culture transformation. What do we need to get there? So I think that gave us the L&D strategy when we look through that lens and creating a current state, future state, and in between, what do you do? What that means is you're taking the business objectives first. What does the business need? How do we move the business forward? And then extrapolating from there, we have these amount of resources, what's the learning needs, what are the upskilling needs that we have, and then applying it that way. When you look at it that way, what is a moonshot goal that you have for next year? What's the one thing that you wish you could do in the organization? One thing that is uh, top of mind for me right now is taking uh, LND to a new height. So this is where our uh, team is partnering with our big projects in the organization that is transforming. It could be a process, it could be supply chain, whatever the case may be, we meet every six months and decide on those together. And really what I'd like to, this is my vision, is to have, now that we've finished our transformational skills journey, we're about to end that and then uh, move into AI, LND becoming now a strategic partner to all of our initiatives to make sure the change management aspect is thought out, that we can help all those business leaders with this heavy lifting of implementing all those projects because we know that in in as hr people aspect is the most important part for projects to become successful and all of those projects that depending on the context of the business in cordis's context it transformation innovation stabilization those optimization those are like four buckets that we really need to focus on and those four, it just saying out loud even, those are massive in itself. And change management, people aspect of change, 
learning and development can do so much impact and make sure those projects can really be implemented successfully. And that's where I key and now see L&D playing a key role in making those projects a huge success in the organization. And I'm, I'm, we're going to dig into that in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk about one leadership or HR myth that you wish would just go away. This is one myth I really would like us, all HR professionals, to, I think, stop using. There's always this thing, oh, there's so much going on in the business. We shouldn't ask this. We shouldn't ask this. Too much HR ask is coming in the midst of all of this. And I wish that would stop because in my opinion, we are not asking anything as HR. We are the consultants, the guides, the coaches that we see from outside in what needs to happen to through our people processes to make sure an organization is more successful in any change, any transformation, any innovation. Right now, transformation is true for many organizations around the world. And HR is in the core of it. And we are not getting in the way. And so I want that myth to go away that we think as HR professionals getting in the way, that's not the case. That's a really good point. Because if you're aligned with the business, as you're talking about, like having that business objectives and aligned with that, HR has an important role to play in the organization. And as long as we're always aligned with that business objective, when HR makes an ask, it's not an ask for HR. Here's actually a way to achieve that objective together as a team. But my job is to consider the people angle and the people aspect, and here's what we need to make that happen. And there should be zero hesitation in making that ask. So I, I want to pick up a thread from what you were talking about earlier, which I think can really be an inspiration to a lot of our listeners. When we talk about the kind of resource constraints that you had over the past couple of years and leading the organization through that kind of transformation, of course, there was a lot of leadership buy-in, but I, I believe that a lot of that came from good stakeholder management as well from HR. So if you could talk through a little bit about what those resource constraints were and how did you use those constraints to drive strategic choices for HR? I think that's one of our success story is L&D team and talent team is when we understood the needs to our CORDIS to achieve its goals, once we understood the context of what we are trying to do, we then said, Dandy, how can L&D be in the core of this and help? Because we know we can help. And we are the change management experts uh, through OD uh, lens. And looking at L&D as almost a tool which we can deploy to help the organization, but looking at systemically and horizontally and holistically to the organization. And then we said, we don't have the resources maybe to do all the things that we were envisioning, but we said, hang on a second. There is a lot of energy in the organization that wants to help. And that's, I think, comes from Cordis's strength is one team mentality. So what we did, we really leveraged that sentiment in the organization. Let's get together. Let's develop together. We had a lot of subject matter experts in some of the topics that we wanted to, for example, continuous improvement was one of the top of mind skills that we needed to bring back to Cordis. And we knew that there were a lot of black belts in the organization. We knew that for, for a fact. So we said, okay, we don't have as a land all the resources. We don't have the knowledge, but what we have is the know-how of how we can impact change. 
the people side of change. How can we implement these in a more systemic way that will impact the organization in the utmost manner, following the Pareto rule, the 80-20. And so I think that's one of the ways that we turn the constraint into an opportunity and say, hold on a second, maybe we don't have the constraints. Maybe you don't need a bunch of facilitators in the organization because maybe you have them. And this is another way of engaging talent. And if you think about it, it's a retention strategy because people love helping others, being part of organizational initiatives. We're one team, regardless of the department anyway. And that really turned out to be really energizing for the last two years. And we were at the end of our transformational skill, what we call the trendsetter blended learning journey. We had a a provider who provided us self-paced courses, which we were very lucky about. We initially right away uh, launched and so that was one we then called all the other departments that does lmd and so we said hey guys let's do a different experience let's come all together we already have constraints and resources let's use one platform let's turn that into different academies and everybody then can come together different departments from it to legal and compliance to hr to commercial team that does different training and development activities across the organization. We can be more strategic. We can leverage each other, create a better teammate experience because we know from other organizations that sometimes those departments don't talk to each other. So sometimes they launch initiatives at the same time. So we launched seven academies under one umbrella of learning academy, one platform. We came together all different departments and we now share schedules, calendars, vendors, thoughts, each other, leverage each other to really launch everything more systemic. That's how it was born. And as part of the learning academies, there is one academy, professional development and leadership development. Those are the two academies we then focused on as HR team to talk to all of our executives, looked at our strategy, looked at our voice of the teammates and said, what is top of top capabilities we need to develop in the organization in the next couple of years? And that's provided us with the focus that we needed. Being a global company, we really tapped onto different regions, different regional resources, as well as our other talent team members in those regions, came together and said, okay, how can we implement these skill development interventions so that we can or respond to diverse different diverse learner needs from, for example, we have 60% of our team is manufacturing. They are in the floor in our clean room, producing our products every day. And so we couldn't take them out of the production line. So that would stop the line and we couldn't produce the products. It's very disruptive to the organization. So we said, okay, how can we work with the supervisors? Because we know that in a systemic thinking and an organization development, what is most important is, especially when you're doing a culture transformation, everybody needs to be part of that change. You have to think about how everybody from the floor to all the way to CEO, everybody's rowing in the, the same direction. From outside, it could be costly, but the team said, you know what, we can make it simple. If it's simple, we can do it in-house. We work with frontline supervisors to do once a quarter paid time workshops, which they love. 
we launched learning lounges for those who didn't have access to computers. So we started hosting some of the workshops as the production floor allowed us to do continuous improvement workshops. And so we started teaching different tools and techniques and different skill set that we identified and called it blended learning journey. And we also implemented what's called Learning Thursday. It's a newsletter format that goes out to both billboards on the sites as well as emails. So that's how LND came about, really became key critical organizational engine to help organization to drive culture transformation. Wow, it's been a great conversation so far. Make sure you join the HR Impact community where we gather a community of HR leaders just like you. This is a space where top people leaders share actionable insights and practical playbooks. Sign up today as a member for the community. Get updates on the latest HR resources and exclusive event invites. You can join the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR impact. And now back to the show. It sounds like the first step towards dealing with resource constraints was to really consolidate resources across different divisions, looking at efficiency synergies and pulling them in together. And then the second thing that I heard you say was that there was quite deep stakeholder engagement. So one-to-one or one-to-many or one-to-few rather, and really getting that understanding, getting that buy-in and meeting them where they're at. And then the, the third thing, which sounds really interesting to me, was this one-to-many communications where you have ongoing touch points at the one-to-many level so that there's always this visibility of learning that is connected to what the business needs. So all of that sounds really powerful. I want to pick up on a thread that you mentioned earlier about L&D and HR being the engine for change when you're going through transformation. Is there a way that you've seen that is successful to tie all the efforts that you're doing on the learning side with actual results on the business side? Like how- the entire HR team, we also have a, a director of communication and change management within our HR team who helps with any communication that is coming out of any reorganization, restructuring, and all of those things. So having that under HR umbrella, I think that also helped to be seen as a center of excellence, so to speak, as HR team and the core and be the engine of the change. We also quickly, one of the things that we've done is with our CHRO, we're quickly on, is we got together with our CEO. When I first joined the organization, we said, what are we trying to do here? So it's culture change, a lot of transformation. Okay, so if that's the case, how can we change the culture? And we sat down and we really mapped it out. So we clearly aligned with our CEO and leadership team, our CHRO and the talent team very clearly said, here is the current state, here is the future state, this is where we want to be as Cordis, and we identified the lever. So once we align, those are the three pillars or levers that we need to leverage and change one by one very systemically, and that the whole organization will then proceed and move forward to that towards that change. That helped us tremendously. That alignment at the beginning helped us to be at the center of the business strategy. Drawing a a line from that into the future where you're just starting that AI journey, starting with building the literacy around AI, 
how did that come to play and where do you see that taking the organization forward? There's no email or day goes by without an AI. Something pops up on your LinkedIn or email somewhere. And we know it is one of the most important things that is coming our way. One of the things that we can do as HR professionals is being that consultant out and keeping an eye on both internal what's happening, but what's also the trends that are happening in the workplace and how can that be helpful to maybe leapfrog some of the things in the organization or some of the things that might be disruptive or maybe it could be advantages. So AI uh, became as an opportunity for us and these transformational skills journeys ending and we saw is it's ending. That doesn't mean we're going to stop thinking about transformational skills. We're going to now think about external environment and what can we help the organization to maybe leapfrog and use those things. And so that's also one thing that we keep always top of mind as LND is not just internal need, what's coming from external that we need to quickly introduce to the organization to then propel and maybe quickly advance the change in a much faster fashion than maybe if we waited. So that's what we're working on as LND team and figuring out what the roadmap looks like, what are some of the things we can start implementing in the organization to let our teammates know what are some of the pieces of AI will be critical, what it is not, what does it mean for Cordis? One of the things that we launched recently is innovation contest also. I came about from our own teammates as a top of mind topic and what, how we can leverage it. And so we wanted to make that a reality and say, okay, Let's talk about it and let's bring all of our experts to showcase what it is and what it isn't. If you could summarize for our listeners your approach to strategic L&D, what would that entail if you had some kind of framework or checklist that we can use? What would that be? I'll go back to my initial comments about the strategy. I think L&D can play a critical role in the business strategy. So instead of thinking about what is what should be the L&D strategy and thinking about looking at the trends, I would turn that corner and then the checklist number, step number one. What's your context? What is it that the organization is trying to do? Context is everything, in my opinion, in both OD and LND space. Without understanding context, solutions that we provide could really fall flat. And so I try to first things first, try to understand the context, try to understand the strategy. I study the strategy first thing, looking at what is our mission? What is our vision? Talk to a lot of executives, leaders. What's your pain point? What are you trying to do? What's top of mind? What's happening in the industry? External, internal, it's almost like putting together a SWOT analysis of the business. Even if the business doesn't do that, some businesses don't do SWOT analysis or steeple analysis, for example, borrowing from the business definitely helps. And then drawing into what are some of the things that we need and what it can provide. So that's the, the step I would take. Then your LND strategy is really driving the operations, helping the leaders and helping the teammates as a whole and moving the needle, moving the organization forward. So those are, the, I think, three steps I would do. Business strategy, a SWOT analysis is a must. 
a lot of interviews, a lot of conversations. Don't rush into decisions and really make your own decisions once you understand the context, the true needs, and the constraints or challenges that you will be facing in terms of resources. We also talked a lot about design today, which I think is something that it's good to have in the back of our minds as we pull all of those threads together. There's so much to unpack from today's episode, Selen. If people wanted to find you, what's the best way for them to do so to continue this conversation? Uh, please do reach out to me on LinkedIn and please uh, drop me a note. I would be more than happy to, to continue the conversation. I'm very passionate about HR, talent, learning, making a big impact in the workplace and changing the world one workplace at a time. I truly believe in our power together. And so this is one of my passion is to really move the field forward. And I'm ha so happy that you invited me to this podcast to be able to have a voice in this. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out with us today. And for those of you listening in, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to head on over to www.engagerocket.co slash hrimpact to this show, the full show notes, and all of the other conversations that we have with top HR leaders around the world. My name has been CT and it's been such a pleasure having you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you liked the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR Impact. Tune in next time where we'll have another guest who's going to share with us the game-changing insights that help them build high-performing teams.